What is poppin', everyone? What's poppin'? How you niggas doing? Niggas is feeling refreshing, I guess. You Yay. know, I got to take a shot, you know, try to take the edge off, you know? Okay. So that's where I'm, that's how I'm feeling. I feel, I feel that. I'm how are glad. you feeling? I am a little bit hungover. Um, I had a long night yesterday. Um, and I'm drinking again, so it's like, damn, bitch, you just don't listen. Like, you just, it's like, we talk about how we not gonna drink, and then we literally drink the next day. That is really what happens, because <laughs> I made it very clear. I was like, Corey, I'm not staying when I get off of work. I need to go. I said, crew is a black hole. Once you start getting drunk there, it's just, and I mean, like I said, you experienced it firsthand. I got the fuck out. You did. I immediately left because I saw where it was going. Cause okay, look, y'all. The thing is, we, I never do this. Was story time. This was literally last week this, too. This was last week. Okay, so a little story time before our story time, I guess. Oh my god. Um, I went to crew. We hung out. We we went to eat at the fish. Yep. And then we went to crew. Mm-hmm. And um, they kept ordering shots, and it was the first round. And it was a second round. And I, there, there was a time where I would just like not pick it up. And someone would be like, that man got his shot. I'm like, damn, can you mind your business? Like, and I feel like what makes it so funny, because people probably think like, oh, then stop ordering shots. It's not us. It's really my managers. And yes. They, <laughs> and they just be like, oh, we just all chilling. We all vibing. And I'm like, I love y'all, but no. <laughs> yeah. And then I just... And they, it was like the second time it happened. They just kept calling me out on me not taking the shots. So I was like, in order for me to avoid being drunk as fuck, let me leave. I was standing on furniture at nine o'clock at night. So yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. I was like, damn, this is it really. It gets you there. It does. And it was that quick. And yesterday I was supposed to go somewhere. Like this guy invited me to a winter ball. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go home, take a nap. I, 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 and then I'll meet you out. Couldn't make it out. Like I just. Because had, you were too drunk? I had to go home and go to sleep. That's yeah. Just, that's where it ended. Like, <laughs> crew is where it goes and ends. That's where right. it is for me. Right. So that's where I was at. So your right. story time. Okay, so my motherfucking story time. I was on Twitter like I always am because, you know, I am a Twitter fiend. And I saw a tweet and this girl had like a Facebook post on how um, her, fian- her boyfriend uh, proposed to her. So he didn't propose to her the way they discussed. Um, when they talked about it, he told her... She- she, she wanted to be like with family around, you know, something very intimate. And how he proposed to her was in the movie theaters, in the dark, after the movie credits was rolling and people were walking out. And she was like, why did you propose to me this way? And, she, and he was like, well, this is what our thing. We like to go to movies. So mm-hmm. I wanted to propose to you where we, something that we like enjoying doing together. And people were saying she's selfish and wrong because How do you why, feel about it though? Do you feel like she's selfish? Not what people are saying. How do you feel about that? I feel like if you discuss how you want to be proposed to, why not do it the way the person discussed? But why does it matter if you're still getting the proposal? Because me, I know I want a flash mob, but I don't know too many niggas that's gonna wanna dance their heart out. <laughs> To, like, you know. Actually, I know someone who got proposed to that way. Okay, but I'm saying that's what I want. But I just feel like asking someone to marry you in general is already like, you know, a big step for a Right. Man. So I feel like I don't know if I want to say it's selfish, but I do want to say that you can't tell someone how to do something to you. Like, even if you specifically want it that way. If he says, I think you can't because it's all about you should because you always say you should love people the way they want to be loved and not how you should how you think they want to be loved. She's blatantly saying I want this, this and the third. But he felt it was more meaningful because movies are their thing. But that's the problem. It's not what it's not you can't make those choices for people. If someone wants something But she made choices for him though. It's not him. If you ask me how you want to be proposed to, that's not me making a choice for you. 
Did you he ask her him? or did she tell him? I don't know. I don't know how. I was going to say, because how, how, how the story going, yeah. it sounds like she told him. Right. Because most men don't ask you how you want to get proposed to. Right. She they probably just, told him. I don't know how. I don't I, I don't know I'm the dynamic. I'm assuming 100% yeah. that she told him. Right. But with, I feel like if I tell you how and you don't do it or you do something like, and I feel like it's the bare minimum effort. Even if it's. How is that bare minimum? Proposing in a the movie theater is bare if minimum. If you usually go to movies and that's y'all's thing, I think it's kind of romantic actually. Okay. I feel like it's intimate. It's y'all too. It's a moment that y'all can have. I feel like when your family's there, like, cause I'm not even gonna have a big wedding. So that's why if I decided to get married, that's crazy me so fast but i'm just saying <laughs> that it's the intimacy like mm -hmm. it's just i feel like he's like this is something that we do together something she's gonna always remember okay i mean it's for a bad reason but he knew what he was doing when he did it and he exactly. still stood by it and so. he still stood by it but i honestly i i would have said no because that's not the way i wanted it to happen um don't propose to me <laughs> well i i'm don't i yeah i would have said no because that's not how i want to be proposed to don't propose to me in movie theater no, that's, that's is it a, is it a bigger issue that it was a movie theater credits because there was a um, proposal that did happen where the guy and it was super romantic exactly it's the effort okay so it's not really the place it's the lack of effort so you think that the credits like the ending credits is like no you're proposing to me in a movie theater while people are walking out and ushers are picking up trash I feel like a, I think you're just thinking too much about the aesthetics of it and not <laughs> what he meant to do while he was do I don't think you were trying to understand his meaning behind it. Maybe. Because like, he might have had a part too. But I feel like if my bitch acted so ungrateful over me doing something like that, I can't give you the big thing that you want. It's the little shit that do matter. Not to me. Uh, don't propose <laughs> to me at a movie theater. That's not what I want. Just give me what I want and you'll be fine. And I'll say yes. See, that already sounds how marriage does not work. Give me what I want and everything will be fine. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just, you, 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 I'm just taking you where you was going. <laughs> yeah, that's how I see it. And it's very unfortunate that you feel that way, but I can respect it and I understand it. And mm -hmm. I mean, if any of y'all feel the same way, you know, feel free to follow us on all our social media platforms. Um, follow our reels, follow our TikToks, follow... We always say TikToks, like we do TikToks, but we do reels that are really Actually, TikToks. the last video we did, I put it on the TikTok. Did, the one with, do? The one with um the uh, the, the Jacquees Challenge one. It did terrible, but I mean, <laughs> it was on TikTok. You know, check out our Sip and Review, our YouTube. Yep. Um, what else we have? Our Facebook. Uh, pretty much everything. Well, at the Real Sip and Spill. Platform on the Real Sip and Spill. We have Twitter, which it's is... Sip and Spill 1. And while you're at it, leave us a five-star rating. Because we're some five-star five bitches. Ow. And with that being said, the girls are back at it again with another messy-ass episode of Sip and Spill where we create conversations. Oh, wow. Sip and wine. I go by the name of Thug Motherfucking Sammy. And I'm ambitious. Every nigga deserves terrain. I had to make sure the shirt was shown because, you know. You did all that, but your hair was still covering. The was e it really? That's, that's childish. <laughs> okay, if anyone that knows me, I, I mean, I was going you on You always nice, post this, I was but gonna go say, ahead. Yeah, I was definitely going to say I was on a whole few month um, posting because y'all haven't posted a lot of shit lately, so I'm going to have to hit y'all up about that. But I was always like, you know, because every nigga deserves therapy. Every nigga deserves reparations. Every Because every nigga does deserve that, and I feel like it's nice to hear it from other niggas that we do deserve it because mm -hmm. it's for the niggas by the niggas. Is all the niggas. Okay. <laughs> okay. I felt that in my soul. <laughs> so, 
Yo. Nigga, 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 nigga. That's all I heard. <laughs> I mean, we niggas, you know, this is for my niggas. Okay. What's that song? What's that song? How do you say the song? Oh, I wish I knew the words to the song. But it definitely says the word. <laughs> I mean, that's every song that we hear anyways. So does yeah. it really surprise us? No. <laughs> it's, it's so common the whites say it. You know? And we're going to get into that. But before <laughs> we get into that, let's get into our would you rathers. Yes. And then we can talk about our one facts. Then we can get into our tea time. All right. So would you rather be financially satisfied for the rest of your life or sexually satisfied for the rest of your life? Um, satisfied. Okay. I'm going to say I can go without sex. I can't go without money. Really? Yeah. Okay. For the rest, rest of your life, bad sex. I mean, if it's bad sex, you know, isn't there like toys and shit like mm, what's okay. more important to me is to make sure i'm not about who wants to make sure that you are you got all the sex in the world but you broke yeah i don't feel like i should be having sex if i'm broke i'm sorry oh wow okay so poor people shouldn't have sex no okay that's a lot of people sorry to hear that <laughs> i ain't got shit to do with me what about people in third world countries you know they shouldn't have sex because they're poor i'm just saying for the reproduction <laughs> of the idea that you are perpetuating um brokenness because i feel like you know it's like a generational thing sometimes and i, I know feel like poor people should have sex they should definitely have sex but i'm just thinking of how much sex they're having how many kids that come out of the sex that they have that's what i'm thinking of because they always say um people that are in lower incomes usually have more kids that's not like something i'm making up that's a yeah. fact so for me because they're bored <laughs> and I'm not that bored to be sitting around just to want to have sex. Like I, I'm probably if I'm bored, I'm gonna be depressed and just sit there for a second and get my life together. Okay. But yeah, specifically, I'm just saying it for the reasons of people having kids out of having sex out of boredom. Yeah. Okay. So which one would you choose? I would definitely choose to be financially stable okay, for the rest then. of my life. Um, I can take bad sex. Me too. Um, yeah. As long as my money good, like as as the fuck? Good. just toys. There's other men, exactly. um, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So I'm saying the decision definitely. Whoever chooses to be broke is a problem to me. That's, that's really <laughs> a big problem. So let's get into some wine facts. So we can get into some motherfucking tea time. Tea time. Let's talk about the midnight, the night, the thick of we've, the night. We've drank this brand before, but we, we never drank. We drank this a lot. I know. That's why I had to be very sure that we didn't drink this because mm -hmm. you know we've had a lot of menage a trois. Yeah, know? but okay, that sounded freaky. This is the darkest one of all. A little bit. <laughs> I don't know why. I, it did. It tingled when you said I that. I am fucking crying. <laughs> so it says, "Let the deep dark magic of midnight embrace you." Velvety blueberry flavors linger on your lips. Like a stolen kiss. Look, that just sounds is, sexy. What? Look, my... Hmm. I am crying. It says, black cherry, berry flavors with hints of mocha and exotic spice play along your lips, urging you to turn out the lights and savor the pleasures of the dark. Okay, so this wine is definitely <laughs> better with a black dick. I don't know. No other wine <laughs> is better paired Honestly, than this I've one. Honestly, I've been very enticed. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just me reading it coming off a bottle. Like, And you see how dark this bottle is, y'all? Oh, my God. This is like a beautiful chocolate man. Like, what? And it has 13.5% alcohol percentage. So we're going to so see stars. That, bitch, I'm already seeing stars, <laughs> if we're going to be real. Like, that racist chicken didn't do enough for me. You ate, you ate Chick-fil-A today? You know I love me some chicken filet. I don't eat Chick-fil-A, y'all. We told you things taste better with a little bit of racism in it. I don't support racism, racist companies. No more Kellogg's products either, too. I haven't eaten cereal in like 80 years. So they also do like Pop-Tart cereal. I don't they're eat they're Pop -Tarts. like a lot of stuff. 
I don't eat oatmeal. Either. Yeah. Okay. So, so like all the shit they would have probably made. You don't, I don't even eat, eat breakfast. I don't eat breakfast. <laughs> I don't. I get a fucking apple and call it a fucking day. Okay. Speaking of racism mm -hmm. and races, okay. Let's talk about this motherfucking judge. So let's not. So we're gonna skip tasting and sipping oh, and yeah. smelling I mean, and clinging. I mean, we can still do all of that while we're talking about racism. Ooh, it smells dark. Here's another MSS episode. Ow. Ow. Okay. It's surprisingly light for how dark it is. Okay, this is actually really good. I like this. I can drink this. Actually, Menage wow. a Trois, if you want to sponsor us, go ahead. Wow. Um, we actually enjoy this wine, so. A lot. I do. This is definitely a sneak up on and want to fuck on something. It's definitely going to sneak up on us. Yes. I, I, it's yeah. too smooth. I think I'm going to probably be outside, even though my intentions are not to be outside. But, I mean, if that's where the wine leads me, Wow, I this wine leads to outside. This wine leads to bust that pussy open, and I tell her bring it back. And will bust that pussy open? That's what this line leads wine leads to. But let's get some motherfucking tea time. Okay. So like, ugh. so Michelle Odonit Odonite Odonit. I don't know what the fuck her name is, but something similar to that. We don't care about knowing your name if you're a racist. Um, she's a judge in Lafayette, and a, recently a video came out. Um, of she was robbed and um, in the video she was calling the black people niggers and cockroaches and you can hear her and her family laughing in the background. Mm -hmm. So she is a judge. She is responsible for sentencing people and uh, that you know, look like the cockroaches and the niggers that she's talking about. That she and she, she said nigger like she's a nigger. She said that? she said nigger. That's even worse. Yeah, I would rather you just take the er off and give me an a. <laughs> like my good sis. Nigger? Yeah. So what do you think about that? I mean, am I bothered? Absolutely. But mm -hmm. what are you is, surprised? I'm going to say absolutely no. fucking not. Like white people are racist as fuck. Yes. We keep telling y'all the same narrative and it's going to sound the same and it's going to sound like a broken record. Like people that were racist did not just die off. They had fucking kids. Exactly. And their kids have fucking kids. Yeah. So respectfully, it does sound like, oh my gosh, we're such a better world now. What president have even done anything for black people in the first place right now, yeah. in the day and age that we're in? Exactly. So do I take it seriously? Absolutely, I take it seriously. But at this point, what can we do if we are not in the same rooms as people that can change this? Yeah, and it's so unfortunate because these are the things we know happens. Yeah. So it's it's different knowing it happens and seeing it happen. This is a judge who's responsible for how long someone goes to jail. So I, at this point, y'all need to review all her cases. See how she's sentencing black people versus how she's sentencing, well, I mean, just people of color, black yeah. people, versus how she's sentencing white people. Like, And these are people like these have power. So that is, this is is, a, is an issue. I was going to say, and also, you, have you heard about that case? I have, oh my gosh, I'm so bad at this. His name, he was Hispanic, but he was a... Um, the truck driver. Truck driver. Yeah. And they're trying to give him like 100 and something Ten, years. They try, They did, girl. They give it to him. They're trying to appeal that. Yes. But, the, okay, and then they um, cross-reference it to a same case. Well, not even the same case. To a white man who was drunk driving, and he only got, I think, 10 years. Drunk drivers don't even get that long. Like... For some, if you're drunk, you don't get that long for killing someone. I don't understand. It's like for his what what his job is. For some reason, they're very strict on them. So it's like his sentences is for what his job title is, and it sucks because it's not even his fault at it all. Isn't it his was fault. A, it was an it was a faulty break. So is killing a human without sense. Yeah, to put the sentence. One hundred and ten years. It's ridiculous. He shouldn't get that much. One time. to six years. 
For involuntary. For killing someone while being drunk. That's all you get. And he's getting 110 because the truck was fucked up and the brakes was fucked up. And they drug tested him. He wasn't on drugs and he wasn't drunk. So it's literally he did nothing wrong. It's guilty to two involuntary. That's crazy. A truck driver. Christmas. I hope they appeal his case. Like, that's so sad. Christmas Eve crash. Christmas Eve ain't even happened yet. This has to be old. No, yeah, it happened um, a couple of years, a year or two ago. Oh, it happened a year or two ago? Yeah, it wasn't recent. That it and happened. so they're just now going to court about it. They're just, just now sent it to him for it. Damn. Yeah, because, you know, you can sit in jail for, like, years before. before you have your trial. Yeah. That is so ghetto. Yeah. Oh, I hate United States. But look, we're, people are trying to get him out of it, like appeal, because that's not fair. It's not. He can do maybe do some jail time, oh, maybe, of course, but of like 110 years. He that don't happened, deserve. That happened 2019, two years ago. Yeah, he don't deserve to get his lives taken away because the truck. Actually, the people who are who own the truck should need, definitely get more of the yeah. backlash because it's mm-hmm. like all I did was show up to work, my nigga. All he did was show up to work. All he all he did was literally show up to work. So let's move on to lighter things. Uh, Nene Leaks, uh, she has a new man, y'all. She does. She and does. And people are talking about how it's too soon. You move on too fast. Uh, 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 but what do you think about Nene, Le- Nene Leaks showing off her new man? Do you think he was already she was already dating him while she was with Greg or what? Honestly, I think she probably was. You know why? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm not even trying on some like um, sneaky or cheating shit, but. Most people that know that they're dying, they mm-hmm. always want to set their partner up for success when they... I've seen at least two or three movies yeah. of someone knowing that they're dying and they want their partner, don't grieve me, I want you to find someone because yeah. when I die, like, what the fuck are you going to have? Right. So, I don't think that it's a problem of her dating. I think it's too soon for her to be in a public eye with someone. Okay. Because her husband died like three, four months ago. Yeah. I think it is very soon for her to be in the public Showing eye. off, because yeah. Because, once again, you're a celebrity. Like, if a pedestrian like us did some shit like that. But it's like, well, she, what if she can't help people take pictures of her? Like, she, what is she supposed to not see him? Like, you know? Not if she's, see him in the public eye. If you know you're a public figure, yes, you'd be very mindful of that. Because what is the first thing you thought? Oh, she was seeing him the entire time. Yeah. Even if it was something that was planned or something that was okay with her ex-husband mm-hmm. or her husband. We don't know because he's dead. He can't tell us. <laughs> yeah. So for me, it's just too soon for her to be seen with people. Not too soon for her to be dating because I don't think you can ever put a timestamp on grief because she probably still is grieving. Or... Probably. She probably. I mean, I'm pretty sure she She's is. with that nigga for a long time. Yeah. So I'm sure she's still sad about it. As she should be. So how do you feel about it? I feel like I, you know what? When I first saw this thing, I was like, damn, girl, so he, he just died. But then again, she's also older. So I feel like she has, I mean, I say she doesn't have much left to live, but like, as you're, <laughs> stop. I don't mean it like that. But as you're older, like, you do things more quickly, you, you do, know? You do. People get married literally within a month of knowing each other because they're older and know what they want. Uh-uh. Exactly. So it's like when you're older, you, you know, you know what you want. It's easier to already find someone so mm-hmm. quickly. So I was like, damn, maybe, for, but for me, it's too soon. If my hus- if I was my age, my husband died, and four months later I had a new man, I feel like, damn, bitch, like, what the fuck? Facts. But at her age, I feel like, okay, well, yeah, it makes sense. How probably- old is Nene? Isn't she, like, 50? Like, that's not even that old, though. Is she- I mean, if you want... Can you see how old Nene is? 50's not that old, but you're also 50. It's like, why <laughs> why wait to date? Like, go move on. I'm going to be on Christian Mingles the next day. Like, I am go, girl. Mingles. Yeah. She's, yeah, she's in her 50s. So, yeah, people in their 50s, they tend to boom, boom, boom. Yeah. But yeah, her husband did die this motherfucking year. Like, yeah, recently. Ugh. 
But uh, but also, he has been dying for a long time. She said so, reveals late husband. Go to the first one that he knew says. Because I feel like that's exactly what I was saying. Yeah, so her, he's been dying late for husband. a long yeah, time. So I'm sure he prepared her yeah. to like... You know, some gave people, his blessing to move on, yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure, yeah, before he even died, he was like He gave his blessing to move on. Like you have to. You have to. You really do. Because that person probably won't move on until you give like me, I if you don't give me my your blessing, I will do it eventually, but it will take me a lot of Yeah, harder. I don't need your blessing to move on. I'm sorry. <laughs> Respectfully. I'm gonna talk to my ancestors, I'm gonna talk to the universe. I'm gonna have them send you a message and say, Ami said it's time for her. <laughs> so that's where I'm at with it. <laughs> So on to more pressing matters. <laughs> Pressure. So as of lately, we have seen Kanye West, you know, very publicly, you know, apologizing to his wife, trying to get her back by any means necessary. Granted, I don't even know what the any means necessary is for him or what that looks like because we've only seen a handful of shows where he was, you know, like, hey, Kimberly, come back to me. Yeah. Uh, like, I feel like the pleading, it's cute. We love it. We love a good, you know underdog story because I don't think they're going to get back together. After all the shit that he did, <laughs> I respectfully don't think that any woman will constantly be okay with being disrespected publicly. But then again, his apology was just as public too. So yeah. how you feel about that? Do you feel like he's applying pressure on her or is he really just like being Kanye? I feel like when people do stuff publicly like that it's manipulation because yeah. you're trying to use the public, public to, to put mm -hmm. pressure on her and next thing you know you're gonna see forgive connie forgive connie and we same, did see because yeah we did see because she was walking down and a guy was like forgive kanye uh he's so much better than peter like he's i you the know nigga's name is peter pete davidson you, you said peter is that not short, short for peter Bitch, I, I really think his name is I, Pete. Oh, I didn't. I just assumed <laughs> Pete was short for Peter. No, his name is fucking. Look, look. Hold Why on. would it's, you name someone Pete? Uh, oh, his name is Peter. His name is okay. Peter. But I feel like Pete just sounds so much better. Now I'm 28 like, years you old. Name somebody Pete. That man. Okay, his name is Peter. She said Peter like you knew him though. I, I like, just assumed because it made like, sense. He was better than Peter. <laughs> I'm like I'm like Pete. She's like Peter. <laughs> like I know him personally. Well, but, anyways, um, so yeah, I just feel like it's just manipulation. And if you wanted Kim, what were you doing to lose her? Like mm -hmm. you just shouldn't have done the stuff you were doing to lose her. I'm sure it took a couple times before she left. People, most people don't leave their marriage easily and quickly. I mean, Kim Kardashian does. She has a history of doing that. She was with a nigga for 36 days. <laughs> it was 72 days. At this point, you wouldn't even give him a chance to breathe, bitch. Like, what? But honestly, I felt like she married him for, like, the public. Oh, of course. It was a marriage. It was a... I don't think she, like, really loved... Uh, what was his, his name? name? Blake Robinson? Blake Wilson? Peterson? Like, ooh. That is I, so all, sad. all I know if he was... No. His, I'm thinking of the basketball player, Blake. That is not his who she not married. Blake. His name was Chris... Chris Hemsworth? No, that's no, a different white no, man. God. <laughs> Chris Humphreys. We would have never guessed. We would have never guessed. By the way, Chris Humphrey, you you is fine. Is but, he? Um, <laughs> has he found someone else yet? Let's I, I'm see. pretty sure he has found someone else since Kim. Like, uh, what? He's just such a, he looks like such a white man to me. He does yeah. not give me any. And like, it's, but anyways, it's, I feel like it she took him two years to divorce over a seventy-three day marriage. That's crazy. Ooh, that sucks. That I wonder suck. if he got any of her money. Ooh, he's six nine. Girl, he is fine. He's not fine. Girl, I think we definitely have different types. This man is fine to me. 
But anyways, um, I like feel like she actually man. loved Chris, though. I mean, not Chris. Kanye. Kanye. I think Kanye. she actually loved Kanye. Kanye. I couldn't even get his name out. Kanye. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> yes. So that's the difference. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I feel like he's harassing her at this point. Like, mm-hmm. the whole him changing the song lyrics to Kim come back. Kimberly, come back to me. Like, nigga. I think it's sweet. Even though I, sweet? I do hear what you're saying, that it's very manipulative. But, I mean, like I said, when we were talking about it earlier, I said, Robin Thicke wrote a whole album about Paula and didn't get her back. Yeah. So, <laughs> I feel like at this point, you just need to, and I feel like a lot of men in the industry do use their stature to try to get them back to the yeah. bitch that they fucked up with. Because even remember when fucking Chris Brown was screaming Karuchi's name in songs. I'm like, bro. In the concert, Karuchi! Karuchi! <laughs> So, you know, I love it. I love that for me. I love that for us. But I don't think that women nowadays are okay with having to put up with this shit just because you say sorry. Yeah. And I and love that for us. I love it for us, too. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I feel like we swayed for what we were saying. But what we're trying to pretty much say is what is considered applying pressure? Is right. writing a whole album about somebody? Is somebody changing lyrics in a song? Is that applying pressure to a bitch that's already, like... Or is that harassment? Is that harassment? Because the bitch is probably already fed up. So I right. like, is that really applying pressure or is that just um, feeding your vanity? Right. There's a thin line. I feel like there's a very, very thin line between applying pressure and harassment. <laughs> so according to Urban Dictionary, applying pressure is like making it known you want somebody. Yeah. I mean, that's the now day and age of what I would assume applying pressure is. So I know we were talking about this earlier, but how do you feel like applying pressure has changed without throughout the years, like even with like dating, courtship wise, and how do you feel like that changed? Okay, so for like the baby boomers, I feel like applying pressure to them was like showing up at doorstep with a ring. Like, cause they got married at like fucking 17. So like, and I feel like we think like, okay, it's too young to get married. But at that time, like, I don't think people live this long. So I feel like it's, it was better for them to get married like at like 18, 19, mm-hmm. before they go off to war and shit, you know? So, um, and for like Gen X, um, I feel like applying pressure for them is like, what, the whole boom box and the stereo and the front step type shit. Like, <laughs> hey, love me, you know? Cause it's always those coming to age, yeah, you movies, know, movies, like, 80s, you know? Yep. So it was more like courtship and dating and like um, stuff like that. So for millennials, us applying pressure was what? Like, what do you think applying pressure for us is? I mean, you said. You, I mean, I don't know if you're gonna tell your story, so I don't want to say what I you am. Said. I'm telling my story. Okay, so I feel like um, applying pressure nowadays is most. I'm, I'm gonna speak for general terms. I'm not talking about what niggas do do to me because okay. I don't allow that behavior. Okay. Niggas think that applying pressure means what are you doing every day? They will, okay. what are you doing you to death? They feel like because women say, oh, we want a man that's consistent. I don't want you consistently asking me the same shit. I want you to, like, be more emotionally tapped with, you know, read the room. Right. And I feel like most men do not know. That's a quality that most men are lacking in our generation. Um, like, we said that when it comes to applying pressure and dating, it's more unconventional than it was Back, back in the baby boomers and the gen. Like we have, it's the access see, to humans uh, that we have. Yeah. Because, like, you know, people now of the new age of dating sites, You're that's right. something that makes it a lot dating more different. Instagram, like Twitter, like being able to talk to people, like, right on the spot. I've I seen pictures that you like. Oh, I like that. I want that. You know? Right. Not even meeting them in person. So I feel like dating for us has, been, has become a lot, I want to say more casual. Dating has been very much casual in 
I feel like my perspective. I have not met multiple men that I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna dating marry him. is too cat. I feel dating, like dating is, is too, too casual. casual. It is very much casual. It's that's why people so are okay casual. with dating more than one person at one time. And yeah. I'm like, I'm not built like that. So I'm when I always be like, I'm like, I don't even like dating. I'm because not even dating to it. some people is just coming over and chilling, and it's like, yeah, that's, that's a, a part. That's a part of dating. Yes, coming over and get to know that person, but it's also experiencing life with that person, mm -hmm. like doing, seeing how this person is outside Say the house, again, seeing how this person treats waiters, seeing how this person takes tense situations. See how this person, like, you know, like, in any real-life situation that happens, like, you're, you're learning that person. So when you're just in the house chilling, I feel like you don't get to fully... I'm gonna say, people have gotten very lazy with dating as well, too. And so. it's just laziness. And it's just, to me, broke assness, too. Because mm -hmm. there was a, a thing where people like, to, I like to pre-date to see if you're worth spending my money. And I'm like, what? you don't... Yeah! There's stuff like that. And I'm like, dates don't have to be expensive. And not even that. I'm the kind of bitch that, like, if I want to do something, I, like I always say, like, if I can afford it, I'm going to still get it. And if you don't pay for it, I'm going to still pay for it. But I do not even feel comfortable just, like, wanting to go and hang... Like, I don't even like... I, there's no nigga I can say I like enough to go over his house and, and hang out. out. I've not met one man that right. can just sit there and watch Netflix with you and be like... And happy with it. And happy and satisfied. I have to be stimulated and be doing something. Right. So I can have like other stimulus other than the fact that I have to talk to you. Oh, damn. That sounds like you don't like niggas. I'm saying I, there's, <laughs> I'm just saying I've not met a nigga that I'm dating currently. That you like that enough I to do like that. enough to do anything that's extremely intimate. That's what I mean. That's what we're going to get into. Okay. So well, while you're saying that, that just leads us to our next topic. What does applying pressure look like to you? I feel like applying pressure, like I said, when you're applying pressure on me specifically, mm -hmm. I want you to be consistent, but not consistent in the, like, you know, surface level consistent. Okay. I want to, you know, at least speak to you. I, I, I think that the biggest thing for me when it comes to applying pressure, I know that you have intentions on a future. Because most people just date just to date. So when you're applying pressure on me, it better not just be just so you can fuck. Cause you ain't you ain't gotta apply pressure if you just trying to fuck my nigga. Like don't do all this random shit. Like if make what you need is fuck. known. Yeah. Exactly. Cause I might be on the same timing as you. Chances are I'm probably not. Cause it just depends on how fine you are. Really though. Yeah. But it's like that's really where I'm at with it. I'm like if we're on the same timing X Y and Z. I, I, you don't gotta do all that. You ain't that. even gotta do all that. Cause I don't even need a nigga applying pressure if it's what it is. What it is. Right. So what does applying pressure look like to you? So I mean to me I just love grand gestures. Um like. If you, one, talking to me every day, calling me, asking me how I am, you know, asking me if I'm okay, if I'm fed, like just making sure I'm good. Especially like, to me, I like materialistic things. So like this nigga who said he won't take me on a trip, like to me, that's applying pressure. Like if you're trying to take me on a vacation, you just put yourself a step ahead of every other guy I'm talking to because I'm like, okay, well you are doing things that I like. You know, so when you love, if you like me the way I like to be liked, you're going to be, you know, mm -hmm. you're going to get a step ahead versus guys who just be like, okay, how are you? What are you doing today? You know, just regular ass conversations. So do you feel like if uh, if he didn't, if he didn't want to take you on a trip, that's not like it, but him still hitting you up every day and want to take you on dates, is it the still um, same amount of applying pressure? I no, not at all. Really? So my question is, instead, do you rather you be the one applying pressure or vice versa? Because I... I absolutely hate applying pressure. I feel like I'm just so scared of rejection that 
Mm-hmm. Me applying pressure is just like, oh my god, like I just I can't. I've never told a guy first, like no, I'm saying I've never. Very the very few times I have, it's just never went my way. Mm-hmm. So because I haven't went my way, the way I'm like, hey, look, I'm interested in you. I just don't do it anymore because I'm like, damn, like when I apply pressure, it never works out. So no, I hate it. I think I would much rather prefer to apply pressure because. I tell my friend B all the time, I hate wasting people's time. And if I know I don't fucking like you, it just, it really just, something in me just like, so I would rather like be in a vicinity of people that I like and I get to pick and choose. Cause the thing is, rejection is is scary. It sucks. But the thing Mm -hmm. is the likelihood of you rejecting me because you're talking to another bitch or X, Y, and Z, it's literally every reason why you're rejecting me is outside of my control. It yeah. has nothing to do with because I'm ugly or I don't have a good personality. So it's like, I feel like I'm that honed in in my confidence of who I am as a person that I would prefer that I get to choose what nigga I want to talk to. Yeah. Like, like we always say, we choose who we want before they actually. So even if I, because I've approached niggas before. Mm-hmm. I've done it before. I'm like, granted, and I've been shot down before. And guess what? A nigga's still here, you know? So yeah. That, so the thing is with me, I don't, I'm not even scared of a rejection like that because I already ultimately know sometimes when I'm shooting my shot at some niggas first, it's really on like a sexual base type thing. Right. It's never on like, I'm trying to be the love of your life. But when it is more on like a emotional, like get to know you type shit, I do like the thrill of the chase. I like niggas chasing me. Yeah. But I, it has to be reciprocated. I don't want you to... Chase, chase me, chase, chase, and chase then... me, and I don't give you no inclination that I want to be chased. Yeah, As, <laughs> is it a Scorpio thing? I think it's because I have a I don't know if it's a good balance of masculine and feminine energy because they always say that you know masculine like I, 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 but I'm like I feel like since I'm so knowing of what I want, if I want you, I'm gonna let you fucking know. But if I don't, you will never hear it. Yeah. So every score. I feel the same way too. I feel like guys that I want, like it's, it's. I mean, guys that approach me that I want them back. I feel like it's clear. Like, hey, I want you back. Because if I don't want you back, I'm just not gonna reply. Like, I'm just not gonna say anything to you. Like, I feel like that is indication. Like, I'm the. I don't want you. So, how do you feel? When pressure is being applied to a man that you are attracted to, that you want. And then when pressure is being applied to a man that you're not really into. I think when pressure is applied with a man that I'm actually genuinely, you know, want, I try to establish more of a emotional, like, you know, connection, more something intimate, something that's like, you get to know me, you get to know the real me. Okay. And I feel like when it's a guy and you get, you get a good amount of my time because for someone who has busy as I am, I make that fucking time to... You, you make know, time for what you want. And I feel like that's a true thing. Like, I mean, I don't think it's as deep and crazy as everyone makes it seem, but you do genuinely make time for people that you want to make time for. Right. And when it's from a man that I don't really want, um, it I comes even, off as harassment. I, it's definitely harassment, but I'm going to say, I don't even want to say I'm an asshole, but I really am, though. Because, like, I just. I feel like most niggas don't get that I don't like them, but I'm like, I've never told you that I liked you. I've never done anything for you to make you feel like I like you. And I feel like if anyone that knows me and how, in, like, you know, how I was, I'm like, oh, I'm so intimate. I love touching people. I don't like even hugging you. Yeah. And like, I'm always catching an attitude with you. Like, you just gotta pick up, read the room. Like, I don't. So, but, or you can just tell him you don't like them. And the thing is, I've, I'm told you, remember that one guy, every time he sees me, he's like, I owe you a date, I owe you a date. And I'm like, no, you don't owe me shit. Yeah. You don't have to take me anywhere. He's like, well, I still want to take you on a date. And then there's men. Well, that's, that's his, that's their fault. That, that's that his point. fault. And then there's somebody yeah. else, like I, like we were talking about before when we got the camera off. And I was like, he's been asking me on dates and I always cancel on our dates. And you guys are like, why don't you just tell him? I'm like, why can't he just tell? That I genuinely don't want to go out with him. Yeah. Like he's asked me 
three days consecutively and I literally canceled on every single one. Right. And I, feel and I don't like, even follow up on it with him. I don't even say let's reschedule. I feel like if you, you only got one time to show me you don't like me. Like if I try to uh, go on a date with you and you cancel the first time, I'm not going to ask again. And like, if you cancel and not be like, Hey, I canceled because of that. You just don't, you just cancel and not say nothing. Yeah. I definitely just feel like I'm I, not going to ask. Again. If I don't try to reschedule, live your life. Right. Please, if you try please to schedule, live your life. Please move on. <laughs> So how do you feel it for you? Because I feel like I just said it for me. Oh, to to me, um, I feel like if I like you, it's gonna be obvious, and if I don't like you, it's obvious. So mm -hmm. it's like it's you don't. I'm grown. You don't have to like keep well, trying. We just said that it's obvious, but we also said niggas don't know how to read the room. So even if you are <laughs> literally true. giving them the opposite of what you're saying they might not take it that same way because... So we just have to be grown-ass women and use our words. We have to like, use our words. I do not, not like, like you. you. You have to. I, and, it's, and it sucks. I mean, I was, I was talking about that. I feel like it. as women, we're just so scared of her feelings. Like That's exactly what to, I told my friend. Yes. I told him, I said, I said, I don't want to hurt someone's feelings and I don't want to burn a bridge because I don't like you. Some right. men take it so fucking hard that you don't like them. I'm like, honestly, you don't even know if it's because I don't find you attractive or if our vibes are not on. It's like there could have been multiple reasons why I ch chose not to... It to be right. you but it's just not yeah you don't and sometimes I, got, I feel like guys want to know why you don't like them and i don't want to get into that do they yes sure i mean i really don't if you say you don't like me i'm not gonna ask why why hurt my feelings even more some people like, want to know how, <laughs> how to get better i don't fucking know okay well that's true you know what that's right because i did tell a guy i'm not into him he'd be like so he's like what did i do to make you not into me and i'm just like why why do you want to know that? Like, I'm because just, so he can improve for the yeah. next bitch. If you're not gonna be his forever, he gonna try to find it. Bitch, come on. <laughs> Would you ask a woman why she didn't like you? You don't care enough. I'm not gonna ask a man why you. I'm don't not like gonna me. ask a man either. But I'm just saying, some people want self improvement. I already know I'm good. So yeah, that's where I'm at. So my question is, like, what are some things that you would do to let a guy know that you're not really interested in him? Cause I mean, blatantly, you, we clearly said we're not going. You not saying it, and me. Some guys, I don't say it. Like blatantly, I don't. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, you uh, deserve everything. No, you ignorance, don't. ignore, 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 ignore. If a bitch ignoring you, I feel like that's the number one sign. Like if you got a triple text, quadruple text, that's a sign yeah. that she's not if into. If there's you. always an ex an excuse, yeah, just know. Like I don't. I don't think it's applying pressure. And the thing is right. with me, like I told you, I have no problem applying pressure on you. So if I've never once asked you on a date or initiated, like I, I want to see you. I, the thing yeah. is, I love a man that takes initiative, but I'm also someone that can, like I always say, whatever I receive, I can get back. So if you are always asking me on a date and I'm never trying to receive, give you the same energy back, we probably not on the same, right. like we're not on the same. And mode. also if I like immediately ask for money, I feel like nothing gets rid of a nigga better than asking for money. So if I'm like, oh, you can't, you gotta pay me to see me or some weird shit like that, that just lets you know that I'm not really interested. He said, what if you text, she doesn't respond, but hits you up to fuck? Then, I mean, her, she made her intentions clear. That's, she just wanna fuck. No, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. There's men that I won't fucking date, but I will fuck you. Yeah. And, I, and I've done it. And there's yeah. men in my phone like that. Their numbers there's are not plenty, saved. There's men, men that you won't date that you fuck. What? Yeah, that's men are not dateable for the most Hello. part. So, but they are fuckable. Hello. So, yeah. Absolutely. That's you know, easy. That is definitely, that was not even a hard <laughs> one to answer. A, a dick to ride on is fun. <laughs> Dating <laughs> men are not fun. So, let's get into that video. Because we were just saying, like, when I was just saying, like, if I don't, if I said I don't like you, I really don't like you. Okay. So, there was a video that we saw that my friend B sent me. And mm. it was, it said, why men don't approach women. Okay. 
And it was basically a man um, talking to a woman. She was like, if I tell you no, I want you to keep pursuing me. I want you to keep pursuing me. And he was like, that's confusing. Why don't you just say, ah, ah, ah. And I felt like women like that are the reason why women like me don't get taken seriously when we say fucking no. Yeah. Because I'm really black and white. I never thought I was a black and white human being, but my therapist tells me, like, Ami, you're very, like, if it's not how you feel, then it doesn't matter. And I'm like... I ain't think that way, but maybe if everyone keeps telling me the same shit, I might be the problem. So I don't like when someone tries to change my mind. If I tell you I don't like you, I don't like you. But if I'm trying to figure you out, I would never say a blatant no. Mm -hmm. I would literally say, I'm like, I'm intrigued. I'm interested. I would say words like that that would show that my interest is like in limbo, but I would never blatantly say I want you if I'm trying to figure out if I like you. Yeah. You know? Uh, to me, I think it's like, just like songs like Aaliyah, what she said, when well, first you don't succeed, dust yourself off and try again. Like, I feel like men are taught to keep trying after. Why y'all, isn't that what she says in the song? At first you don't succeed, dust yourself off and try again? No, that's right. I'm sure, but I'm just saying, like, I don't, I don't like that mentality, bro. Don't oh, give up. yeah. Give up. I thought I said the song, the wrong song lyrics. Um, but no, that's definitely, I feel like because, um, better taught to change women's minds and that's not true i feel like back then when i was like 16 or 15 no meant yes but as a grown-ass woman no means no like yeah. i guess like when you're younger you're scared to look like a hoe so you're like no i don't want to talk to you no whatever so you want the guy to keep pursuing you but i feel like as a grown-ass woman like we i mean what I'm is being a hoe it. as a grown-ass woman like i don't give a doesn't fuck. even exist we it doesn't be, exist all the time, but... so like if i like you i have no reason to say no i don't have no reason for you to chase me i have no reason to for you to keep applying pressure when I know I want you. Exactly. So I think when a woman says no at this age, it's it's no. <laughs> and I think some of someone that wants you to constantly chase them after you said no, I think it's like they're trying to feed their own ego. Yeah. Because I feel Definitely. like you like you said earlier, if I want you, there's no reason for me to play games. Yeah. And <laughs> men think that women love to play games. We're not playing games if we don't if we like you, like I promise you, you yeah. will fucking know when a woman wants y'all. So when y'all keep saying, oh, I keep getting mixed signals, it's not like they always say mixed signals is a no. It's a no. Like, if you're like, why is he not texting me? Why is she not responding to me? Mixed signals are a no, because yeah. if someone likes you as adults, we know how it feels to be on the other end of it. Yeah. We know what it feels like to text somebody and them not texting us back. Right. So it's like, if I know I like you, I wouldn't purposely do that to you. Right. I wouldn't purposely put you in that position of the headspace to think that I don't even think that you're like, right. In the if I'm interested in you, like, dude, I'm My interested. Nigga, I'm going to call you. Yeah. I'm going to double, triple, and quadruple text you and not give a fuck. I don't how know about I look. quadruple texting. That's kind of. Too much. Uh, okay, well, we can do triple. We can, we can stop a triple. Okay, we can stop a triple. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. If I quadruple text you, the just know it's on game. The only time I quadruple text you is I feel like you in danger. Other than that, I, there's no reason to quadruple text okay, someone. Okay, but okay, so there was someone I dated. We quadruple text each other because, like, we'll have four questions in one thing. and we'll, that's, that's different, though. Okay, well, I just wanted to say, because I, I do it, my nigga. Yeah, I do having, it. A, having, like, two multiple conversations in one text, that's normal. Yeah. But, I mean, someone's just texting you, and they're not sending it back, and you just keep, like, going at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you're going to have to give it up, homeboy. You got to give it up after, but like, three times. most people that times. date me know I don't like texting, so if I'm even making an effort to fake text you, shit, that's life. Life right. for you. So, um, you were reading an article how like dating is like women driven and oh, like, yeah. let me, let me read it. What I, whatever, what I saw. Okay. okay. So it says that dating is a lot more women driven. We get to set the tone of what we want our experiences to be like and what it, what we'll decide to tolerate. It's our game now. Mm -hmm. So do you agree with that statement of a woman, of her saying that dating is our 
it's it's our turn. Like we get. I to feel set the like tone. when it comes to dating, it's definitely more women driven, and when it comes to being in a relationship, it's more man man driven. Mm, because that. like dating is like whatever. I feel that. When it's dating, it's like whatever we want, how we want it, whatever. Because they're trying to get to. They're us. trying to get to us, and a lot of times, uh, for, for unfortunately, men feel like once they get a woman, they don't have to work as hard anymore. Like, and it's it's very important to still apply pressure while in your relationship. I don't feel like especially the people say like you should date while you're still in your relationship. So, um, and then like when you're when in a relationship, you're more like a, more of a waiting game for a woman. Yeah. It's like okay, she's gonna wait till he's serious. She's gonna wait till he wants to get married. She's gonna wait till he's ready to start a family. But when it's relationship, when it's dating, it's like oh, he's waiting to whenever she's ah. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely. Um, once you once you in a relationship and you have a baby, I feel like you lose all control. Yeah, yeah. My question. That's is, why I don't have. Kids. I'm gonna say here's like a segue question. Do you feel like that? Because I um saw on the podcast they said why he said why um pay for the milk when you get the cow for free. Okay. So when they say like why date her when you like why put give her in a relationship if you're already getting the relationship like benefits without being in a relationship with her. Right. Do you really feel like that's a th- real thing that men are like I'm not gonna wife her because re- without that I'm still getting it. But when that's on the same thing for women, we're like. You have to do those things to get into a relationship. Yeah. Like that's where the disconnect with men and women. Like we feel like we have to show them that we are worthy of being relationship type for that to be in a relationship. But they're like, oh, well, I'm already getting it. So, so why, why be in a relationship? relationship? And it's just, I guess it's just a fine line you have to bat, you have to straddle. And it also depends on your partner too. Um, if a man doesn't want to be in a relationship, I don't feel like there's anything you can do to prove to you, prove to him you want to be in a relationship. That's a fact. Uh, for a relationship. Um, um, so if a man says he a man decides he wants to be in a relationship, you can do the bare fucking minimum. Um, you can just you can come to the table with just a fat ass and a bad mouth. And if he wants to be <laughs> in a relationship, girl, he gonna be in that relationship. And then you can be there's girls who are cooking, cleaning, washing his dirty ass drawers, and he's like, well, I don't want to be in a never, relationship with you. I will fucking so never. it's just all depends. Like I said, dating is woman driven and relationship is men driven. It's not we're we're, wait, we're really on his time. On their time. And I hate that for us. And I hate that for us. But, I mean, it's also who you date. Because sometimes women are the ones that tell us, tell him, okay, we're getting married now. And, and then he can like, go and marry her. Facts. So it's, But then it's, they're miserable the entire time. <laughs> they could be. Yeah. What is next on? So, um, also, there's applying pressure whenever, like I said, like you're, you should apply, apply pressure when you're uh, in a relationship, like when you're dating. Um, so, I feel like. Applying pressure and dating wise is good, but goal wise is not good. So like if you're applying pressure to like let your partner know that you like are you're still very much in love with them, that's good. If you're applying pressure to your partner to say you want to get married now, you want to have kids now, that's not good. Yeah. So, you know, so when there's a time frame on it, there's a time like when it's goal like wise it. and a time frame. I don't think it's good. Like if you're applying pressure to your family to your partner to like move to a different city, like anything that is like life changing life changing and goal wise i don't feel like it's good to apply pressure for things like that honestly sometimes i'm and i feel like i want to play devil's advocate i think that sometimes you need to have a goal set or a time frame because if he's like i want to get married and he's like okay she wants to get married but she's not giving me no pressure on no time yeah we got time yeah and then he figure out he don't want to get married to you yeah so if you tell someone within meeting them because the older you get you feel more comfortable telling someone what you want up front right so if i tell a nigga i want to get married within the next three years and kids and if he's not with that i'm like cool you could waste the next bitch's time yeah because i'm gonna find a nigga that's okay with that time frame okay if, the only so you don't see that as applying pressure i feel like the only reason why 
applying pressure on a time frame for some niggas is because they feel like they can't they can't match up to that when you want them to get there mm -hmm. and they want to take their fucking time to get there and there's no problem with that but i feel like sometimes you need to set a infinite date on when you want to get shit done because it's okay. like i'm like life don't stop going so even with school we had fucking deadlines with work we have deadlines so i feel like yes it's a lot of pressure but at the end of the day when you apply the pressure and you are doing it in a way of like, hey, this is because I'm trying to get this, this, this done. And I feel like it only makes sense in my timeline. If it yeah. is, if, usually when people are dating, the reason why they break up is because their timelines don't align. Not because they don't want the same things. Mm -hmm. Like a man will want a child, but he won't want a child until he's like 35. And a woman will be like, I want a child at 32. Okay. You know, so you can't compromise and be like 33, 34. I mean, they can compromise, but I mean, that's, that's, <laughs> there's so many other factors. Like, you got to be the same age. You got to be like, yeah. does he have kids already? Like, there's other factors. But I'm just saying, mm -hmm. women have our timelines when it comes to children, like yeah. certain jobs, like that we want. We have the time frame, but guys, they literally go off of fucking men. Vibes. Think they have all the time in the world, and I'm telling you, man, y'all biological clock clicks, clicks, ticks. I'm too. gonna say honestly, because the later that y'all have kids, it's the higher risk of your child having um mental disabilities. Yeah. Yeah. All kinds of disabilities. Yeah. So. It's like, like, it's like everyone, the older you get. Everyone, But they look at yeah. us like, oh, well, she's 33. I don't have kids with her. You got what? Right. You've noticed how, okay, this is so off topic, but I want to talk about it. You notice how lately men has been trying to like threaten us with singleness? Like it's a bad thing. They're like, oh, women are so into getting degrees and blah, blah, blah. But you don't have a man. Huh? I think that is a trend because men want us to seek validation through them. Yeah. And I think for so long it worked. It and did now, work. And now that women are okay with having non-platonic life, like non-romantic platonic life partners, women are okay with buying houses by themselves. Like women are okay with having kids by themselves. But you know why it worked for so long? Because women couldn't do other things by themselves. Facts. So and now, now that, that we, we don't need a man to do these things. And I really hate the idea when people keep saying that women are too independent. Is it a problem? Right. I feel it's a problem to someone's ego, but it has not, it's not a problem to a woman progressing. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to balance, it might be a problem. That's right. why we'll get into that. So let's get into some questions. All right. My question to you is, was there a time where you applied pressure to a man and he did not accept it? Yeah, I told you. We had it on that episode. Who takes rejection harder? I hit him up on Inst not Instagram, on Twitter. This was like when I was like newly single, like for my seven-year relationship, and I mm -hmm. thought this man was so fine. And I was like, you know what? I, I, I. And he went viral because his picture was like giving. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that nigga only got like 300 followers. I said... I can get in that bitch. I was like, hey, where are you from? I, I, he's like, I'm from St. Louis. I'm like, oh, I'm from the Midwest too. So we was vibing. And I was like, here's my number. You can use it. And he read it. And I was like, I said, <laughs> I said leave me on red. Does he not fucking know who I am? But that's that's how I am every time I get rejected, though. I don't yeah. take rejection too hard because I'm like. I take I, rejection so harshly. I don't because like, I'm a bad Oh, my bitch, God. Bro. Like, what? If you just you tell only me you're imagine. too busy for me, I feel like you're rejecting me and I get sad. I do. Have you ever applied pressure on a nigga? That's that's the real question. Because that was a question I had for you, but I don't even remember. I feel like I have applied pressure on a man. What does it look like when you apply pressure, bitch? Because you say you don't even like doing it. So what does that look like? I just I'm be intrigued. Like, I just be like, you fine. So what's good? That's applying pressure? Yes. That's the, when a girl talks to you fine, what's good? That's not applying pressure? No. What do I got to do? I mean, for me, when I'm applying pressure, I'm like, hey, we should go out somewhere. We should do this. We should, ah, ah, ah. And then one day I'm going to just hit you up and be like, hey, I got, I was like, I bought tickets for us to go here. Because I remember one time I went to the escape room. And I was like, hey, I want to go to the escape room. I was like, you want to come with me? I said, I bought the tickets for this time at da, 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 da. 
And he's like, okay. And he showed up. And we had a great wow. fucking time. That's something I would never do. But you, because you don't want to spend money on niggas unless you're going to watch I don't, like, I feel like I don't hold money that dear to my heart. Like, mm-hmm. I spend so much money on just fucking food. So if I can spend money on an experience and still do what I want to do and have someone that I would like to spend it time with it, I don't find a problem doing that. Like, yeah. I paid for dates before. I paid for, like, I went Dutch with niggas. Like, that shit doesn't bother me. Like, I don't want someone to think, like, we always say monetary is all they can give me. So. Okay. That's All cool. right. So let me see. What was my question? Um, my question is, damn it, should I have my fucking phone? Do you want me to ask mine? Yes. If you can build a perfect man, what would he be? If I can build the perfect man, he would be funny. He'd be mm-hmm. personable. He'd be able to, um, he'd be a family person. Mm-hmm. He would be someone I could have fun with, someone I could call my best friend, someone that likes to travel. I think me building my best friend will be like a guy version of me, but that is more um, logically. Can he really date a guy version of you? I said, uh, can I finish? That is logically um, in depth with himself because I'm very emotional. So I do always say I need a yink to my yank. I need every guy that I date is 10 times calmer than me because I'm a fucking crackhead, you know? So I need someone that is that balances me in every way possible that comes to things outside of me. Like, okay. I always need that stability in my life. So... How would you build a perfect man? That's your question to me? You don't ask me my question back? I'm ask, I mean, you have to answer it too because I told you I don't have my fucking shit. <laughs> I wish I remembered my questions. Uh, my perfect man will be someone who is kind, calm, understanding, empathetic, sympathetic, um, generous. Um, <laughs> generosity. We know what's coming. <laughs> Look, I listed five things before that and all you cared about was generosity. Wow. At least that wasn't the first thing I said. Hey, you are who you are, Sammy. It's I am okay. who I am. And there's nothing wrong with that. Definitely generous. Because, I mean, I, I'm said, I've said it, I say it again. I receive love in materialistic ways. This is how I was taught to love. This is how I was shown love. So this is how I know to be loved. So, <laughs> anyway, We knew it was coming. That, it was, that's why we were laughing. <laughs> I was like, all the things I said had nothing to do with money. Because I'm like, I don't even give a fuck about a nigga. Great. I do. And the thing is, I would love you to be financially stable, like, Separately from me, if we can make the same thing like together, but I don't ever want a nigga to feel like his money's the reason why I'm with him. I don't want my man to feel like his money is the reason I'm with him, but I would not be with the man with no money. Oh, of course. Yeah. That, that's unspoken. Right. I don't even feel like I need to say I that. I mean, all, if, if I wanted to be with the man for money, I would have been with the nigga. What There's plenty of rich that? niggas that talk to me. But the thing is, some rich niggas don't have personalities. Hello, we would have been very much shocked if she didn't say that shit. Yeah, some <laughs> some rich niggas are ain't shit. They don't have personalities. They don't want, they don't want to treat you right. They want to cheat and do whatever they want. So no, I want the whole package. I want you to to be financially stable and to love me correctly. And You're I, not asking for too much. Yeah. So my question that I just made up in my fucking head. Is there anyone in your life that you feel like you can apply pressure on right now? Yes. And like we just said before, how are you going to do that then? I'm not. I feel like I could, but I'm not going to do it because I don't know. He's telling me a whole bunch of shit how it's. I know. I yeah, know. I know. So. I already know who you're talking about. So like, yeah. So I feel like, like we said, applying pressure doesn't have to be financial. You can literally just show up for him and just be like, be that person while he's going through all the things he's going through. So Yeah, sure. And look, you didn't even believe yourself when you said that. I did. You you just think I sound, some, I sound sarcastically because I don't portray my emotions the way you would portray it, but I agree with you. Okay. Yeah. I'm not being sarcastic. Okay. He wants to know <laughs> what is financially stable to you. 
uh, paying bills without worrying about uh, the money coming out, able to do stuff outside of paying bills. Yeah, you know? I just like yeah, just final financial freedom. If I financial wanted, freedom, if we wanted yeah. to go on a trip, it's not a strain to go on a trip. Yeah, I I think that you know once there are other factors like kids, like and you don't have bills, to be a millionaire or to be like extremely wealthy. Not, yeah. Like I just if, something I I just want to live comfortably. Like I really don't. I may real, seem like materialistic, but I really don't need like a multi millionaire who has like a nice ass ten million dollar mansion. No, I I can live in a five hundred thousand dollar house. That's you know. Normal and five hundred dollars is not normal, baby. <laughs> Most people's houses are two hundred and fifty. Okay. No, averagely, like I'm being real. <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> She's the- I just said mine is five hundred thousand. This is again me saying something normally, and you think I'm being sarcastic. It's a five hundred k house. Okay. Salary. Huh? Yeah. That's so really, that's really house minimum hundred k salary. Yeah, because you, yeah. you have to think about the mortgage and everything on the, the upkeep on the house. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> that's not the average person, Sammy. Is what it's we're not. To you. But that's it's that's not. fine. If, I mean, Averagely, fine. most people make anywhere between thirty five to seventy five, and that's fine. You're not oh, well, and that's fine if I'm in love and I'm happy. Okay, well, yeah. I love that for you. It, I just don't want, like, a one-bedroom house. <laughs> that's, that's an apartment, bitch. Okay, a two-bedroom house, and I know two-bedroom houses do exist. You don't want a two-bedroom? A two-bedroom house? No. <laughs> I'm not supposed to. So, thank y'all for following us on this journey of what it's like to apply pressure. I hope that anything that we said maybe resonated with them. I really hope so. Yeah. Did you have anything else to say? I didn't want to. I might have cut you off before you were um, done with your time. Um. Actually, no. You didn't. Okay. Yeah. So hopefully something resonated with y'all. Something made sense to y'all. Hopefully you gravitated to something that we said so y'all can understand what it's like to read the room with a bitch that really don't want you. Yeah. And then know when a bitch really do want you because the thing is there are women out here that are willing to apply pressure. And then there are women out here that want to apply pressure, but they're trying to navigate it in a very safe, humble way. Yeah. And with that, that's me. No, that's what, that's what I was saying. I was like, yes. I would do it. But you, you're like, I want to do it, but not yet. Like, I'm yeah. not sure yet. So I don't know I, how to do it. I just... And I'm going to try I to teach you, I but you feel think like I, I get rejected every time I do. I've done it before, and I've got rejected every single time. So it's like, I'm tired. rejection stop you from greatness, my good sister. I'm tired of getting rejected. I'm not used to this. You know, niggas are used to getting rejected. Women, we're not. So it's like, when we get rejected, rejected it's our life and I'm like, I'm like, I'm even take that rejection as a loss. I think it as a blessing. It's a redirection. <laughs> it's a redirection. Of course. Remember that one thing I sent you? I said... I only lost because she won. Me. I only got rejected because he wasn't ready for me. Period. It has nothing to do with me. I'm never the fucking problem. But like I said, y'all. I need that level of confidence because I do not have it. Follow us on all social media platforms at The Real Sip and Spill, except Twitter, which is Sip and Spill 1. And while you're at it, leave us a five-star rating because we are some five-star bitches. Five-star bitches. Ow. Ow.